Hi, everyone, and welcome to the debut episode of Par 4 Parlay, the PGA Tour golf podcast that's part of the Total Sports 24-7 network. This is Chris Hayes, the host and producer for this podcast and all podcasts across the Total Sports 24-7 network. You can find archived episodes of your favorite podcasts on our website. That's totalsports247.podbean.com. Follow us on X. We're very active on that platform, totalsports underscore 247. And consider subscribing to our website, weekendweekout.substack.com. That's our newsletter and we give exclusive recommendations for uh, all different sports through that medium. Thanks for your consideration. And I don't say this enough, but whatever podcast provider that you listen to our podcast on, if it's Spotify, TuneIn, Podbean, uh, Amazon, Apple, please consider rating and reviewing and leaving comments. It helps us with the algorithm. It helps other people find the podcast. And so any kind of leverage and promotion we can get from our listeners, from our audience, would be so appreciated, especially as we're ramping up efforts here in 2024. And one of the ways we're ramping up efforts is expanding our podcast base. And Par 4 Parlay is just another example of how we are doing that. So let me give you a uh, an explanation of how this podcast layout typically will go, and then we'll get right into it. So if you've ever listened to Racing Best Bets on the network, this is how that show goes. So typically, well, if it's relevant, we'll review the week's race from prior. Sometimes it is, sometimes it isn't, depending on the changing of the course, the time it is during the year, those sorts of things. So if it's relevant, we'll do a little bit of a review. Then we'll get into the track itself. History, if we think it will be a factor in the race, and driver history, if we also think that that will be a factor. So driver performance, we'll get into the standings, where they sit uh, in terms of the playoff standings. And then we will also get into things like pole position, where they're starting the race, and then we'll go right into it with DraftKings odds typically and making recommendations on top three, top five, winner, um, and any other sorts of um, bets that are out there on DraftKings, and that'll be based on what we see throughout the week, right, in practice and qualifying, uh, any changes made to cars, those sorts of things, right? It's the same kind of format that we're going to follow here. Basically, what we'll do is we'll talk about the course, history, if it's relevant, and it won't always be relevant, I don't think, and then we'll get right into the golfers, ones that we think have a great opportunity to win us all money, and then others that we will avoid. And then we'll make our final recommendations. And each episode at the end will have a top finish parlay from every single uh, tournament that we cover. We won't cover every single tournament every single week. We'll be covering, I would say, the significant tournaments, which is plenty on the PGA Tour. So you will certainly get your fill 
of the uh, schedule on the PGA Tour via this podcast. Something we will not be talking about is any sort of drama or developments going on with Liv and the PGA. This will not be a Liv podcast. We will only talk about Liv if it makes sense to, meaning if there's crossover with golfers that will be participating in PGA events. But this is a PGA Tour-focused podcast, and it's really focused on the betting components, not so much what's going on in the golf space, if that makes sense. We're really going to focus on tournament by tournament. So the first tournament that we're going to talk about, this is going on this weekend, it is the Century. So this takes place at Plantation Course on uh, the Kapalua Resort in Maui. And this course in the last three years, I believe, year over year, has been ranked as the easiest course on the tour. In 2022, Cameron Smith, who is now uh, at part of Live, shot the lowest um, hole to par score in the history of the PGA Tour when he won this at 34 under par to win the tournament. This is a par 73. Technically, it has an additional par four and one less par three than your standard 72 par golf course. The length is just under 7,600 yards and it has massive, extensive fairways. So uh, something to think about and consider as you're contemplating what golfers will be successful here. Uh, and we'll get into uh, uh, why we pick some of the uh, golfers that we pick as we uh, go through it here. So the participants in the field, and this is a little bit um, unique too, the winners uh, from last year, as well as the top 50 in the FedEx Cup standings, are the ones who were in essentially invited to the tournament. 59 total uh, Rory Rack more excuse me Rory McElroy will not be participating in the event I think he maybe withdrew something along the lines of like he wasn't ready to participate in he wasn't ready to start the season so to speak so he will not be and 700 FedEx points will go to the winner and this is part of the new signature event series as well so if we look at the best odds on the board for DraftKings now to win the tournament we have Scotty Scheffler at 11 to 2, we have Victor Hovland, 10 to 1. Uh, Patrick Cantlay is 12 to 1, along with Colin Marikawa and Xander Schauffele. That is your top five. And we'll sort of leave it at there for now in terms of the top five odds. And we'll get into, again, golfers that we like uh, as we go through this here. So. We do not really like the odds for Scotty Scheffler and Victor Hovland in this one. And there's a couple different reasons for that. One, Scotty Scheffler, he is not known, let's just say, for his putting prowess. And typically, to win this tournament, you have to place in that top five range, maybe even higher, in terms of like putting success. And we're not confident that he will be able to pull that off. There is uh, news that he has been working very diligently on his putting, uh, but we don't, I mean, first tournament, uh, we don't know that it will manifest itself and it could, but we just don't know that these odds, 11 to two, that he should be that far ahead of the field uh, considering uh, those putting 
issues. He finished seventh at this tournament last year, 13th in 2021. So we're we're not going to back him. And Victor Hovland, we're not going to back either. And it, this is more uh, in terms of the research that I was doing. There was a lot of commentary around, one, his history at the event. He hasn't finished higher than 18th here, which, again, I don't know how much that matters. I think it matters more if you've been successful at this event that you could be successful again. Either way. Victor Hovland typically has a success or where he's able to separate himself from the field is his ability to navigate difficult courses. And this is the easiest course on tour, three years running. So we don't know that uh, that uh, Hovland's uh, uh, abilities will be showcased as much on a course like this where everybody's going to kind of play pretty well. And so those odds at 10 to 1 right now, we're going to pass on that as well. So players that we are considering going with um, bets, and by considering, I mean we're, we're going to bet these. Uh, first, uh, we like Colin Marikawa at uh, plus 1,200 to win. And our favorite bet for him is a top five finish. And right now it's plus 260 over on DraftKings. His history here is very good. Uh, nothing worse than a top seven finish in the last four years. And he kind of blew this tournament last year on the last day. And we think he will want to make up for that this year. Last year, he did have a really good year, even though it might not have like, seemed like he did. Uh, if you look at uh, you know, like his wins and where he finished, but he did have a really good year if you look at all the, the statistics uh, year over year in terms of um, the way he was putting, his uh, tee to green numbers, like those sorts of things. They were all um, you know some of the best that he's had in his career. And so um, we like Colin Marikawa at currently uh, 12 to 1. That's a play that we're going to make. Another play that we like as well is Max Homa at 14 to 1. Um, he tends to do well on the, sort of this side of the world, so to speak. It, four of his six wins have been in California in his career. He finished top five here last year as well. And it seems like he's ready to sort of like put it all together. And we think he could do so to start the season here. So we're going to put some, maybe like one unit on this, plus 1,400 to win. We also are going to go a little bit safer rather than a top uh, five bet with Marikawa. We're going to go with top 10 with uh, Max Homa at plus 130. And then the third golfer that we like is Patrick Cantlay. We're going to go with a top 10 at plus one. 15. He's just really solid. It seems like he is ready to take the reins almost on tour this year and really uh, um, just have a really good top consistent year. And again, we think it starts with this tournament 
and we like the top 10 odds for him at plus 115. So those are the plays that we like. We are going to go with Colin Marikawa at 12 to 1 to win and plus 260 for a top 5. We're going to go with Max Homa at 14 to 1 to win and plus 130 for top 10. And we're going to go with Patrick Cantlay at top 10 for plus 115. And again, the plays we don't like for the century include uh, Scotty Scheffer at five and a half to one or 11 to two plus 550 over on DraftKings. We don't like that. And Victor Hovland at 10 to one. Again, we just think that Hovland's odds will be better at more challenging courses later on in the year. The big plays that we're going to make, these top finish parlays, these are the uh, two parlays that we have that we're excited about to uh, bring to you. And it makes me really excited to watch this tournament this weekend. Uh, The first one, this is on DraftKings, uh, Xander Shoffley top five, Colin Marikawa top 10, and Sungjae Im top 20. Um, Xander is we think maybe a lock to get into that top five. And we love combining this with Marikawa um, because again, we like his odds to win anyway and his top five. So if we can get him in a parlay at a top 10, we'll take that. And then um, I may not have mentioned this, but Marikawa has the second best scoring average over the last five years here at 68.1. The best is Sunjay M at 67.7. And he's finished 5th, 8th, and 13th here. So we really like him to finish in the top 20. So parlaying Xander top 5, Colin Marikawa top 10, and Sanjay M top 20. That's plus 1,600 over on DraftKings. We're going to take a flyer on that. And then the second one we're going to take also includes M at top 20. The other two golfers in this parlay are Max Homa top 5 and Tommy Fleetwood top 10. This is... This uh, calculates out to, so to speak, a plus 2,200. A little bit riskier of a bet here. Clearly, the odds themselves say as much, but Tommy Fleetwood has not played here before. And so that gives me a little bit of pause, but I really like him this year. And, you know, top 10, I don't think is a ton to ask of him to start the season. So we think this is a, this is like a really fun bet to make with, Uh, Fleetwood in the mix and again with this being the first time here it's I don't think it's as big a deal to debut at a course that's like so easy you know for I mean again the easiest course three years running so we kind of like that again along with Max Homa for top five who we really like this year to uh, maybe have a breakout year and then of course M with the top 20 at plus 2200. Okay, so let's summarize all of our bets and then we will get out of here. So, players that we're avoiding. Let's just start there again. We are avoiding basically the top two golfers, the odds for Scotty Scheffler and Victor Hovland. We're avoiding them. Bets that we like. Colin Marikawa, 12 to 1. And then top five plus 260. Max Homa, 14 to 1. And then plus 130 for top 10. And Patrick Cantlay, top 10 at plus 115. 
And then finally, our top finish parlays are Xander, top five, Marikawa, top 10, and M, top 20. Those three result in a play of plus 1,600. And then finally, Homa, top five, Fleetwood, top 10, M, top 20. Those three result in a play of plus 2,200. So that'll do it for this debut episode of Par 4 Parlay. I hope you enjoyed the episode. Again, we're going to be covering golf throughout the season. Not every single tournament, but the major ones throughout the year. And we're excited to bring this podcast to you. Let us know by reaching out to us on X at totalsports underscore 247 or sending us an email at totalsports247 at outlook.com what you'd like to hear from this podcast. Again, this is the debut, so we are more than open to your comments, feedback, and suggestions as to what you would like to hear if you want to hear uh, matchup sort of uh, recommendations or more information on the course itself, more in terms of what's going on within the golf space. Just let us know. We can try and incorporate as many ideas as we get from our listeners to make sure that this is fulfilling what you want from this podcast. But that'll do it for this debut episode of Par 4 Parlay. This is Chris Hayes, and we'll see you next week after the century. <laughs>